Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Today, we're going to talk about A.T. Perry, wide receiver from Wake Forest. He's senior, 6'3", 198 pounds, and I'm really excited to bring on Brett Whitefield, Director of Fantasy Points Data and Research at Fantasy Point, and the co-host of Take Talk Pod and host of On the Clock. Brett, how are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing awesome, Dwight. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm, I'm happy that you reached out. Yeah, I love it. I, uh, I love finding people that I haven't talked to before. So, and definitely I see the work you do and you do good stuff and I gotta, gotta talk to them, man. So especially when you said you liked AT and Marvin Mims both, I'm like, there you go. Cause I don't think AT gets quite enough love. Like I was one of those guys who, you know, everybody keeps saying it's kind of a down wide receiver class. I keep hearing that, you know, but I like AT. I think he's got a spot in the NFL. So, all right. Player profile real quick. AT, we're not gonna spend a lot of time on it. He's a three star from Lake Worth, Florida, track star, multi-sport athlete, had 1,293 yards and 15 touchdowns in 2021 as a third-year player. I gave, I gave up on freshman, sophomore, junior after all this COVID stuff trying to I, – I just can't keep track of it all. 2022, 81 receptions for 1,096 yards and 11 touchdowns. So very productive in college. will meet most of the production th- thresholds, dominator rating, all that. Raz score, he had a pretty good combine, 9.23 Raz score. Like I said, measured at 6'3", 198. His vert, 35. Broad jump, 11, 1, which is really good. And 4'4", 40-yard. I mean, that's pretty good. Better than I actually thought he was going to do. So uh, no no qualm with the combine. So let's get into the tape. Brett, what skills does A.T. Perry have you think will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, so there's there's really four things that stand out to me. Number one, first and foremost, he is a prototype X receiver. He's got a big frame, massive catch radius. He is a nightmare for defenders. He's, he's roughly, you know, 6'4". He's got super long arms, really good explosiveness, vertical leap, you know, good speed. The 4'4'7", I, I actually thought he'd run a little faster. I've got some some people in the GPS space, nice. technologies that told me they had him as one of the faster receivers in college football last year. So I thought he'd run a little faster, actually. But um, on top of being that that uh, the X receiver, he, he pairs really, really good, you know, contested catch skills he's awesome at the catch point tremendous ball tracking ability uh jump balls or 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 any type of throws away from his frame he's exceptional at going and getting those those passes um elite ball tracking skills i mentioned but the the body control is what really stands out to me dwight like he ridiculous his highlight reel of ridiculous catches is is second it's sick yeah yeah it's disgusting um he's got a bunch of cool one-handers as well um i really think he excels on those tight to the boundary throws uh, you see t higgins making a ton of these plays where it's like there's not really a window to put the ball so they throw it out of bounds and then and then you know at perry just grabs it um i i love this ability he's i do think he's an a plus athletic profile his acceleration long speed short area quickness for a guy of his size is exceptional um his ability to burst like he stacks defenders insanely quick he threatens that outside shoulder of cornerbacks really really well which basically gives him a lot of uh, deception in the way he's going to run those vertical stems. I think he's this is the underrated part of his game, Dwight, and I think when you talk about him as a guy who's not getting enough love, I think it's because people just aren't really paying attention to how technical and nuanced of a route runner he is. Um, his ability to maintain acceleration through those really, really harsh breaks for a guy of his size is crazy. Um, he, he quickly creates separations from defenders, and he's got really, really flexible hips and ankles, and despite those long legs, he can get super low and quickly change directions and make those sharp cuts. Um, on vertical routes, I mean, he 
he thrives. That's where he's he's best. And I do think what you're seeing right now in free agency and in this draft class specifically, and I've hammered this on my podcast, is there is a scarcity of those true boundary receivers right now. Like every guy in this class. Oh, so many slot receivers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's five, eight to five. I'm getting tired of writing them up. I've written up 35 receivers so far, and I'm just like, I can't do another slot only guy. I can't do it, man. <laughs> it, it's a boost for me just because of that. Right. Yeah, I like that. I like a lot of what you said. I think he does in his route running. You know, he's very deceptive the way he, like you said, he he's a long strider. So there's times where he seems like he kind of lulls defenders a little bit. Yeah. He also knows how to vary his speeds and his tempos, you know, so he, you can tell he, he's, he's smart. You know, he's definitely not faced a lot of man coverage, but he manipulates zones and off like, Oh, I, I love, I love watching him just as a technician, just in that route. So those are things that, that I noticed too. So, I mean, he hit the nail right on the head. So what do you think could hold him back? What do you think his yeah. biggest detriments? Yeah. I don't think the, the NFL cares as much about this as they used to, but he does have that super skinny frame for the length. Right. I don't know what his BMI is, but I'm assuming it's, he's a low BMI player. Play strength wasn't necessarily an issue in college though. So I'm not like super concerned with that. I do think once in a while he will let a defensive back play through his frame a little bit. Um, especially when he has his back to to the defender and he's kind of waiting on a pass, you know, there things like comebacks right. and hits, you'll yeah. see this happen from time to time where he's, he's not quite sure where that defender is. So he, he kind of gets a little lackadaisical with it. I don't know if it's a play strength issue or just a, a lack of awareness there, but um, I think that skinny frame might come into play there. I don't know if those, that contested catch success rate will maintain at the next level at his current weight, but it's also a, a catch 22. Cause like the more weight he adds, like you presume he's going to lose some of that explosiveness that he has. So you kind of want to maintain that. Um, the other, the other thing for me, actually, there's probably two more that stand out is there's really no yak element to his game whatsoever. Some of that could be the nature of which he was used. Like a, a lot of vertical routes, vertical, right. Routes, go balls, posts, corners, um, back shoulder stuff. Like you're, you're not going to get a lot of yak on those types of plays. However, when they did throw him the ball short, and intermediate, especially around on the boundary, he was really comfortable with just kind of taking that first down and stepping out of bounds. Um, you'd like to see him have more competitiveness and and, and try to get upfield a little bit. So, um, and, and yeah, I would say there's a lack of elusiveness there, which you you expect with a guy who's six four with and long legs like he has. The other thing that sticks out to me, Dwight, is positional versatility is not really his calling card, at least not at right. this. Point. I I love the way the NFL has used bigger guys in the slot of late. And he just has almost no reps of doing that. He's basically exclusively a wide X receiver in college. Uh, I would say like 95% of his routes were, you know, either ISOed or that wide boundary X. So I think he could have a steep learning curve because of that. Cause he's not, not going to be used to formational differences, you know, whether it's sometimes it's even just a reduced split, you know, you'd like to see a guy who's comfortable playing from a, a reduced split and he doesn't even do that. So <laughs> Wake not Wake Forest not exactly known for <laughs> you, you creativity in offenses exactly so yeah I noticed a little bit of that too a little little bit of drop issues not not terrible release package but that has to do I think like you said with the physicality you know that if he got jammed up early or like it would throw him off and he didn't know how to fight through him his best but that's uh, something I'm not exactly as worried about because it's something that can be taught you know those are very easy things you know to pick up. So I'm not at all worried about that. What do you see for like draft capital? And is there like a team you'd really like to see him on? Yeah. So for me, my, I have a numeric scoring system. I score every prospect mm -hmm. on a, 
it's a it's a weighted scale. So I have five main buckets that get, that get scored, and then they're all weighted differently. And inside each bucket, there's different scores. So like in my um, traits bucket, you know, I, I have probably nine different traits for receivers that I'm scoring. So all of this comes together to create a zero to one hundred score. And for me, he scores as a second round prospect. I know I'm higher on him than literally just about everybody. I'm comfortable with that though. I've wide receivers are actually my probably the best position I've had success with over the years. So I'm I'm pretty comfortable with my second round grade on him. Let me double checking that score really quick. Yeah, yeah. Firm, firm second round grade there. So very, very comfortable with that. Now, how I don't know that the NFL sees him that way necessarily. I do think he's probably a day two pick at some point, but he he could definitely be a third round guy. Teams I really like him for would be I think the Giants would would be great for him. Um, if somehow he was there with their yeah. second, second round pick, I, I would love that fit a lot. Right, me, me too. They they need that you know, boundary guy. So they thought they had with Galladay, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think he he could. I mean, realistically, I think he is second, third round guy. But I, I if he makes it past the fourth, I'd be stunned. Like you know, I could definitely see. Just depends on what teams want. You know, do they want that? the slot guy like you said we got 163 of them in this draft so if that's what they want you know that's what they're you know he may fall a little bit but uh do you have a player comp for perry i see a lot of dj chark when i watch him actually which is funny because i've been pounding the table for the giants to sign dj chark (laughs) dj was a little bit dj was a little bit more explosive in college but i think with the wear and tear on his body if you watch his recent tape i see a lot of at perry there you know, really, really great on those vertical stems, elite body control and ball skills. Now, there's a difference between ball skills and hands, right? I know you mentioned some drop issues. Perry's right. uh, wonderful at getting himself in position to make catches. Now, the hands, sometimes the focus happens. Most of his drops, though, Dwight, were like really weird focus drops. Like he hits like yeah. a 10 yard slant, ball hits him right in the chest. And he's like, it's almost like he's just trying to turn up field too fast or something. But yeah, DJ Chark would probably be my, my working comp for him. And I, I don't do ceiling floor comps. I do stylistic comps. So, Yeah, I like that too. Um, what, and where does where does he stand in your wide receiver rankings? And you mentioned the scoring system, so curious. Let me pull that up really quick here. I know he is, let's see, he's eighth currently, eighth in my rankings. Behind Addison, Johnston, Smith & Jigba, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers, Josh Downs. Oh, Rishi Rice too. Sorry, no, he's actually ninth. He's ninth. Right. I forgot cool. to give Rishi a little pump there. So, yeah, I think that gives gives you an idea also of you know, say so he's wide receiver nine, but you still got a second round grade. That, that's there, there's a lot of receivers that could go in these first couple rounds. That like it's pretty pretty cool. Like as much as people say it's such a down class, <laughs> I think it's just because we're le- lacking the high end. You know awesome stud you know wide receivers that we've had in the last couple of years and we just have a lot of really good receivers so i kind of like that i like yeah I, i'm curious to see my uh, i try not to duplicate guests but i really want to have you on for mems too because i i love mems is a guy i like so <laughs> like yeah. a guy who i'd be happy to do mems too another <laughs> he, he's very deceptive another guy i think being slept down a little bit in this class so all right, Brett. Well, thank you so much for taking the time this morning to come on and talk to me. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, yeah. How about it? So on Twitter, at BG Whitefield. And Whitefield is spelled exactly how it sounds. Whitefield. At BG Whitefield <laughs> on Twitter. I'm on fantasypoints.com all the time. I, I have a mock draft series going there. And our first publish of the prospect guide is Friday of this week. 
publish one nice. you over 100 prospects on the offensive side of the ball and then in about 10 days after that you're going to get close to another 100 on the defensive side of the ball so this is this is really cool my first ever public prospect guide i've been scoring prospects for eight years now and I'm doing all the write-ups myself. So it's, it's been a quite the undertaking. Wow. <laughs> you can also find my podcast. I have two of them in the Fantasy Points podcast feed, which is On the Clock is my daily draft podcast. And then I have an NFL podcast called Take Talk. And I have a co-host, Stephen O'Rourke, on that podcast. Awesome. Thank you, Brett. Um, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, podcast at Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you all very, very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. 